0: All right, we're live on the YouTubes, and we're recording. You know, I had a nightmare last night. I mean, legitimate in fear.
1: Is that why you were laying on me?
0: I don't know. I, I don't know when I had the nightmare, but it was super real, and I was just super scared because I forgot to hit the record button before we started the podcast, and I was... That was that was the whole crooks of the nightmare is that i forgot to hit the record button on the uh, on the p4 so like i was like oh my god i'm gonna have to use the audio straight from the youtube stream to edit everything and it's gonna be a nightmare and then i woke up <laughs> my
1: alarm went off and i had a hard time reaching it because you were laying literally on top of me like you were on your back. But only slightly because this entire side of your body was laying on me. And uh. I just and I was on my stomach, and I'm like, why can't I move? Oh, it's because you're laying on me. <laughs> and I was like trying to reach my phone. I'm like the And you just rolled back over. Uh. So yeah.
0: I don't know if it was then. I don't but know. it was hyper realistic. And I woke up in a panic at first. <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, thank God.
1: I mean, the pressure was nice, uh, but... I, I Was that your weighted blanket? Yeah, but I needed to get up, so... you should
0: Extremely should've... weighted blanket.
1: Yeah, I like that stuff. <laughs> it's comfortable. All right. It relaxes me.
0: Tangent accomplished at the beginning of the show. This is Anime okay. Autopsy, and we are on, can you freaking believe it, episode 31 of the show?
1: No kind of cool
0: so this is i guess officially the longest podcast i've ever produced so thumbs up there i've only had a, one other one but um, because of me yeah we're officially 11 episodes deeper than uh that's what she said let's just lol but 31 that's cool so we are we had a poll out on the facebook group uh if you're not a part of the facebook group go jump in there uh we put polls in there whenever we just we're pretty indecisive when it comes to what show we want to do next a lot of times so we put a poll up um let anybody uh put any options that they wanted to and then vote as many times as they wanted to they could have literally went down the whole roster and voted so we had uh tied for second place was Psychopass, which we're doing next we're doing Psychopass next but. um well after your pick we'll do it like after that and then Spy Family, which I, I've watched um, a good majority of uh, Spy Family. It's only got one season. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's cute. Um, makes you think a lot of times. Um, but the winner is one that I've I think literally put in every single poll since we started in polls. Tokyo Revengers, and I'm very yeah. excited. And I'm 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 excited and hopeful that you'll like it as much as me, or at least get close.
1: You've really hyped this anime up.
0: I love it so much. And it's... I don't know... I don't know why, but, like, I just really clung onto the show whenever I first... Because it was a total accident. And it wasn't even on Crunchyroll uh, that I watched it. It was uh, on HBO Max. Uh, Pure accident that I even clicked on it and pressed play. Uh, I don't know what I was doing, but I think the app was just messing up or something. Or glitching or something and i accidentally clicked on the show and started watching it the app was like,
1: ca- does kind of suck when i was trying to select it yeah. last night it was like i had to hit it three different times
0: well they did the app was great and then they updated it and then it's just weirdly clunky sometimes like and that's exactly when i found this show so it was like it was fate that i watched this show or something mm-hmm. but um I don't know. It was, and it was still coming out weekly too. Because I don't, due to my attention issues, I can't, I can just can't watch a subtitled show, and that doesn't even stop with anime. That that goes with most shows, um, like live action stuff. Like I, I've just never been able to like the, um, what was it? Martial arts movie back in the day that was really famous, uh, Hidden Dragon or something like that. Cr- Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It was huge. Whenever we were probably in middle school. Um but like it was totally subtitled from what I remember. I I just couldn't watch it. I really, really wanted to watch it and I just couldn't pay attention. So it's just been like a lifelong thing with me. But it was coming out episodically, so I was having to wait on Tokyo Revengers to put out a new episode every week. And it was very unclear what day it came out. Sometimes it was different sometimes. But like I was just waiting. Like every day I'd refresh the app and, and just hope that the next episode came out. But I really like the show. Completely
1: random. But did we not make that light purple? When did it change to green?
0: (laughs) I changed it to green because the purple it it didn't look purple on screen. It did.
1: It looks like a purpley pink, blue. Anyways.
0: Yeah, I I, I wanted to do it purple. purple because of Gojo, but yeah, but. I the
1: anime isn't bad. It was a little hard for me to get into, but episode four or five, I I started getting into it. Uh, I really like Mikey. Mhm. Yeah. I like Mikey. Mikey's my favorite. He's my favorite. See, when I saw you watching Glimpse of Pizza, I thought he was the main character, and I was like, oh, he's cool. He's he's adorable. And then you got this fucking loser. I'm
0: like, they God. Hero. Did, yes. Yeah. So. Okay, um okay. Takamichi, he's fine. Um he goes through an evolution, so he doesn't say cry He's not the whiny, stereotypical anime like, uh, character, the whole show.
1: What's his name? Deku? No.
0: Aaron Yeager? No. Uh not a but the, the orange the orange guy from Demon Slayer?
1: No. Not Zenetsu. Shit.
0: We were in a store, and Abel was naming off all the Demon Slayer characters, and he couldn't remember Zinitsu. I was like, don't worry about it. He's not important.
1: <laughs> um, Kaneki. He was kind of a crybaby titty at first.
0: Oh, Tokyo Ghoul? Kaneki? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, yeah. who I
1: was thinking of. Just took me Only season one, though. Yeah. It just took me a minute to go down the list. He's yeah. had a
0: hard shift in his character going into season two, which I guess you haven't seen yet no you, you did you watched season two okay that's it we yeah. did one and two because they yeah. were short uh-huh. that's right
1: that's who i was thinking of it was just taking me a minute to remember his name
0: yeah eye patch. um yeah i will say that the crybaby hero of this story he's not how to explain it he's not scream crying he just tears up so that's kind <laughs> of like based in reality so, I don't know if you ever got into fist fights with with Robbie and got emotional at the same time. But, like, even, like, me and Wes, we'd get so passionate and fight between each other and fist fight. And, like, it almost, like, makes your body react in a way where your eyes tear up sometimes when you're just, like, passionately and emotionally, like, fist fighting somebody. Oh,
1: I would just get my ass whooped and cry.
0: I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. Now- I, don't, I don't know if it's just a dude thing or a brother thing. But like
1: when I'm arguing, I get really passionate to the point that I cry.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like that because I'm frustrated. Takamichi really cares. So he's he wears his heart on his sleeve a lot in the show, uh, especially, you know, the flashback parts um, where he's a a, a teen again. So like that's kind of like the crybaby hero. He's like so emotional and cares so much that he doesn't want anything to happen with his friends. And that's why they always call him uh, Crybaby Hero. Okay. Anyways, um, enough tangent there, I do believe. Did I go through the housekeeping notes?
1: We started off just with our banter.
0: Cool. Banter times two. Dig it. So, like I said, episode 31 of Anime Autopsy. Uh, We're doing Tokyo Revengers season one. This will be part one of a five-part series. I am a Romeo Stone. This is Peachly. Say hi. So let's go ahead and just power through this. We got some fall guys to get to anyways, hopefully. I want
1: to take this crap off my face before we play. Because if I play and don't.
0: Well, you're not going to be on the screen if we stream anyway. Exactly. Gonna be back I'm
1: going to be tired and then I'm not going to wash my face and I'm going to wake up with a huge zit tomorrow.
0: And we could uh, break out some of the wine or tequila. Make it real fun.
1: That's what I was saying the other night. We should mm. have a drink while we did it. Uh,
0: yeah, well, I'm not going to get just, you know, five sheets of the wind, whatever that means. I just hear people say that when it, they I talk about getting drunk. I
1: just heard shit-faced.
0: That's pretty fair to you. Yeah, I don't want to wake up hating no, so everything. No, we
1: got a birthday party to go to tomorrow.
0: Yeah, exactly. So subscribe to our YouTube, so important. We're trying to really push the YouTube because that is going to be the main hub for all of our video stuff. Um, First and foremost, that's where we do all of our live streams now on YouTube. We upload all of our clips and our shorts and stuff like that to the YouTube, along with other platforms like uh, TikTok and Instagram too. But for the main hub piece, everything's going to YouTube. It'll run through there first. Um, if you ever, uh, for all updates for the podcast, you're gonna wanna either follow me on Twitter or uh, join the Facebook group for the podcast. Everything update wise goes to both of this platforms, So whichever one you prefer, go for it. Uh, take a second to leave us a five star review, either on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and I think there's another platform we're on. Um, just click on our website and figure out which that fourth one is it'll be a mystery because i can't remember follow us on instagram and tiktok at anime autopsy and leave us a voicemail or an email all of that uh, stuff is going to be in the bio below follow me on twitch twitch.tv forward slash the romeo stone and our logo is made by blue room media hit them up for all art inquiries ask for Brandon. tell them we sent you so Tokyo Revengers. So let's go ahead and just kind of ease in with a description of the show. Um, hopefully this doesn't ruin too much. I tried to limit uh, the information uh, just so you get kind of like a overall arching of the theme of the show. So Tokyo Revengers is an anime adaptation of a manga series written and illustrated, which is really cool that he did both uh, by Ken Wakui. Kenwakui? Uh So the story, Takamichi Hanagaki is a 26-year-old nobody loser, learns one day that his middle school ex-girlfriend, they call her um Hina for short. He a, calls a, her Hina. Yeah, Hina not for a short. Tachibana. Yeah, but it's uh, Hinata Tachibana have been killed. So her and her brother have been killed. He finds this uh just randomly... Slopping around in his apartment watching the news. Being close. So when uh Takamichi is pushed in front of a train, he teleports exactly twelve years into the past, two thousand five, while at first thinking that his life is flashing before his eyes as he relives his middle school years, turns it turns into a chance of redemption when he is teleported back to the present day, creating a time paradox using his knowledge from the future Takamichi vows to save Hina H- Hinata that's her name Hinata. I keep wanting to say Hinami. so yeah that's kind of the overarching um, description of the show we'll kind of go into more detail with episode 1 so let's see here episode 1 reborn Takamichi a part time worker is suddenly pushed off the station platform onto the railroad tracks after this incident He awakens in a train with his old school friends and realizes he's reliving his life from 12 years ago.
1: Well, could you imagine reliving your life from 12 years ago? I would change a lot of (coughs) shit.
0: I think I would change a few things. I would leave a lot. I I would make smarter decisions, but leave the overarching aspect alone in fear that something present day that I would lose instead of fix. If that makes any sense. I've thought about this a lot. But um, let's see, 12 years ago, I would be, how old am I? 30, 32? Mm-hmm. So, let's see, 30, so I'd be 20. Oh, that'd be an interesting time to go back to, actually. That's like still playing a lot of shows and bands. That would be a very interesting section of my life to go back to. And I would definitely make a few smarter decisions around that time too. I would completely avoid one altogether, and I will not say her well, name. Well, I
1: would have. <laughs> I can't. Well, I can't say I would have avoided one of my biggest mistakes at that time because I was a uh, nineteen when I made that. So
0: it would have been like right after. So you're just like in the aftermath of the decision. Like, oh shit! Boom.
1: <laughs> my divorce would have been finalized a lot sooner. And I probably wouldn't have done some things to lead down some...
0: Would you have been more forward with me back then? If you could go back? Just go ahead and get this on the road now. Probably not. No. I
1: was chicken shit. I didn't want to get turned down. Would you have been more forward?
0: Just like Takamichi. He was a different person back then. But this whole experience is, you know, kind of made him grow up here. You know what I'm saying? So, like, maybe that would have been like, let's get it done now. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because that's right about the time I'd be working. Mm. See, where would I have been working? Probably that map code down the street. I don't know. Where was I working at the time? You know what? I think I might have still been working at Dairy Queen. Yeah, I would have known you then for sure. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it would be a little complicated since you'd be married. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oh, well.
1: Shit You could have just...
0: Okay, I'm, I'll stop it right there.
1: No, no. I want to hear now.
0: I was going to say you could have been like, hey, look, I know how this ends. Let's just call him Jay. I'm just going to go ahead and do this to you before you do it to just me like, kind of thing. No,
1: because <laughs> at that point, he'd already been done done it.
0: Oh, really? Yes. So it it wasn't been a re- soon
1: after, that would have been a hell of a revenge like, for That would have been like you did it first.
0: Could you imagine that revenge? He's like, What do you look like? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, there would be no comparison oh, whatsoever. His
0: pants are so tight, I can see the veins. <laughs> yeah. Um, Is he wearing your pants? Probably
1: we've known each other a long time we'll just we'll just leave it at that but this is i can't really say it's a well it's a first but it's not yeah it's kind of new anyways
0: what's new oh me and you yeah oh being together yeah Yeah. it's a a long time coming i guess we could just leave it there uh episode one reborn Takemichi a did I already read this? Yeah, I did. yeah.
1: That's how we got started on the. If you could go back 12 years.
0: Yeah, that's right. So in 2017, Takamichi learns that his middle school ex girlfriend, Hinata, and her younger brother, it's Naito, right? Naito. Naito, uh, have been murdered by the to- uh, Tokyo Manji Gang.
1: Because at so. first I kept saying, why are they saying Rudo, Naito.
0: Yeah, Naito. On his way home from work, he is pushed onto a train track and suddenly travels 12 years back to his past. You know, at first, when I first watched the show, I was like, um, I was a little confused as to, like, do you have a superpower or something like that? Which it's...
1: I thought his life was legit just flashing before his eyes.
0: Yeah, me too. But then whenever you realized it was a time-traveling aspect, it it just made me think, like, how did that work? You know?
1: Yeah, because... Well, I don't know if I should say it yet. The reason as to how he's able to travel back and forth.
0: Well, good.
1: But, well, they shake hands. Yeah. They didn't shake hands. He just pushed him. So the, the handshake. Or no. He, <clears throat>
0: which is what we're going to get into next. I, I think. Well,
1: I guess maybe if he pulled him up by his hand or some shit. I don't
0: know. Well, the whole thing for me is who's magical. Is it Naito? Or is it Takemichi? Or is it the combination of both somehow creating magic? I would that say that. That is a part of the show that could get real murky and muddy as far as storytelling goes. And I've got to say, I, as much as I wondered about that at first, the story's so good to me that I quickly forgot about, you know, the that so for me, it's kind of like I kind of liked that they're like, "Here's this. We're not going to explain it." And it, I think this has been going on in the Shonen Jump, um, magazine since around two thousand seventeen. So there's there's a lot of mangas surrounding the story that we're getting into. So it could explain it there. Some things could have changed. I'm not really sure as far as that goes. But they don't spend a lot of time on the supernatural aspect. It's literally just a splash in the overall arching story. So they only use the time traveling as a storytelling device, and they're not heavy on it. So they're it's just this one quick thing, and then they set up the rules and they move on and they get the storytelling. So just we're gonna get into it. I do believe here in this episode, or maybe even the beginning of the next, but he, say if, like, today this happened to me, I would go exactly 12 years into the past, and while I'm in that past, say if I'm there for a week, time still passes here in the present. Yeah. So a week is still passing here in the present, my body's just in this stasis mode, like an empty vessel, and then whenever I come back, I'm coming 12 years back, but sort of jumping a week i guess mentally so like time is always passing
1: and you've affected shit yeah. in the present due to what you do in the
0: past yeah so whenever you do come back things are changed but it's not super super drastic like it's not it's sort of like the mildest butterfly effect like if you remember those movies yep. crushing a fly could cause a nuclear holocaust in the future like that's the way it's you know explained as far as like how sure huge your effect can be if you go back and mess with stuff but yeah uh but yeah like i said it's not super heavy on the supernatural which a lot of shows are super guilty of doing uh there's a lot of stuff here especially within the last 10 years that mess with time travel stuff and they always seem to write themselves into a corner because they rely so heavily on it but this one it it lays the ground rules it's very, you know, and then they get straight to the storytelling aspect, which I love. So, okay. So that night that he saves, uh, that he went back, he saves Naito from several bullies and tells him about his and Hinata's impending deaths. Did I spell her name wrong or something? That looks different. mm Okay. Can, I'm just going to say Hina. That's what he calls her, right? Hina. He it's... calls her that once, and she liked it. Hina. 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 Okay. I'm just going to say that because it's confusing the shit out of me. Because I want to say Hina me for some reason. So he goes back, tells her younger brother what's going to happen in the future, which is something that's like 101 you're not supposed to do in time travel rules in movies. Um, after they shake hands, Takamichi returns to the present to find that Naito had saved him, creating a time paradox where he is alive and... And a uh, and he's a police detective so this is where the paradox is created so in normal timeline he gets pushed in front of that bus and dies so I do believe you're right whenever he went to save him he did the teleporting thing it activated that and him telling okay I'm confused <laughs> okay sorry. So okay. maybe he's just the magic part because to begin the time travel aspect, maybe he's the magic part because he went back in time. Some it's so confusing. See, like that. There's that little piece that's not like Something's totally. Not
1: adding up.
0: Yeah, that that part doesn't add up for some reason. But regardless, whenever he went back in time, I think honestly they're just kind of like, don't worry about that part. Just, just go, don't think just too go
1: hard. It. Just, just enjoy the show.
0: But when he goes back in time he tells uh naito what's gonna happen in the future and he gets obsessed with that and trying to not let that happen which in turn he saves his life so yeah good we're still with it (laughs) we're trying to trying to keep this time travel thing like i'm trying not to make a big Uh deal about it because the more you think about it the more some things don't make sense and i'm worried that i forgot about something and then it'll make sense later and i'm like butchering something and i don't want to do that because i like this show all right let's go ahead and jump into episode two
1: episode two resist as takamichi and naito make a plan to save hina takamichi remembers that his middle school years weren't as fun as he thought same man School freaking sucked.
0: I'm sure I've talked about this on the podcast, but I loved high school. Yes. I had I had so much fun in Some high
1: school. Some of us were homeschooled through high school.
0: That's probably why you didn't have fun in high school. Well, you could have probably had as much fun as you wanted to.
1: Doubt it. If elementary school and middle school were hell, and I was literally bottom <sighs> of the bottom of the fishbowl, doubt high school would have been any better.
0: Well, girls do this thing where they bloom in high school.
1: I did not. I was in my 20s when I kind of started. Then I went through another weird phase. And now I'm in my 30s looking meteoric. Okay.
0: I think you're bloom as fuck. And since you were homeschooled, you could have had as much fun as you wanted to. No. While your mom was at work, you couldn't have just like.
1: We played video games all the time.
0: So basically what you're telling me, you were doing the thing that I wanted to do all day.
1: (laughs) I mean, we would literally get the books in the mail, right? Do the entire schoolwork for like however many months in advance that it was. Mom would have to send it all back in and we'd have to wait for them to send us new shit, which would, you know, they had to keep it up with everybody else that was going through the Mm -hmm. same homeschool program. So it could be months to a year before we got any new books and we would just get up. Do our chores and play video games for the rest of the day. Mom and Dad worked night shift, so
0: Ooh. yeah. I remember my mom worked third shift for a period of time. I'm sure we made it m- way more difficult for her than it needed to be. Yeah, like, we didn't. We were good. Kids. She she'd be going to work at 11, so like we just had the house to ourselves.
1: That's basically how kind of was for us. We weren't made to get up at a certain time, do our work. We'd get up, do our work, do our chores, and then off
0: To our credit, Wes and I only threw one party that I remember while we she was at work.
1: Through a party. We never really did anything.
0: Which was kind of ballsy because she only worked like maybe ten minutes away. She could have, and I think she did come home to like get lunch or something like that a few times. So like we were really being ballsy whenever we threw a party and invited people we didn't even know. Didn't
1: even attend a party till I was in my twenties. So they're fun.
0: It's just like the whole thing where the cops get called most of the time. It was just super lame.
1: I have not experienced that.
0: Uh, there was a point where I knew most of the cops by name and they knew me by name. They had
1: such different childhoods.
0: It was like ah, Mr. Cahoon because it was never really the same house. It was just a party somewhere and then they would see me. like, "Guess I got this. I got this. Hey, what's going on, officer? And you know, Whoever it was. It's was like, look, man. You guys are being kind of loud pissing everybody off in the neighborhood I just towed down the music and i don't want to see anybody leave this house because i got i got a suspicion that you've been drinking on uh, drinking on some now don't tell me don't tell me if you're drunk just let me know shake your head yes if you can promise me nobody's leaving this house and you're gonna quiet down just a bit and I was like yes officer <laughs> and they just leave us alone because let's face it no one wants to do that paperwork There could have been anywhere between 20 to 50 people at the house or something like that at some parties. Like, no one wants to do all of that paperwork. They might make an example out of one person, and then, you know.
1: Y'all just going to turn around and do the same thing the next night somewhere else. Exactly. They knew
0: that. They knew that. They understood. We're dumb kids. And they, they knew me. And, like, a lot of times I knew some of the cops through music because they were in bands, too. So, like, they knew that I was responsible and nobody was going to get hurt under my supervision and all that stuff. Like, if it was something that I was doing party-wise, like, they understood. And if it was somebody else's party, they maybe not would have, you know. But, you know. Moving on, Naito tells Takamichi that he can time travel through time. No shit. uh, (laughs) When they shake hands. Kind
1: of the point of the show. Yeah, right.
0: And that the only way to save uh, Hina is to prevent Mikey and Kizuki, the two members of the Takio Manji Gang, from ever meeting each other. Now, I think up until episode five, we only see kind of uh, brief glimpses of Kizuki. So you might not even know who Kizuki is. Yeah. Do you? you? Yeah. Glasses? Yep. Okay, cool. One earring. Um, He's a grade A wiener, so he's not a good person. Is he a goofy goober? he is a sour goober that's what he
1: is
0: (laughs) (laughs) takamichi travels back in time to find himself reliving the events of being a slave of kiusa uh what's his name kiyomasa kiyomasa a member of the tokyo manji gang with the rest of his friends so just to explain that situation what a slave is is kind of what it sounds like so like there's a mm, level a level to the gang where, like, the highest is obviously going to be Mikey and then Drakken. And then it kind of just levels down, and those captains have people underneath them that they're responsible for. And it basically kind of acts as, like, an army, sort of speak, just to kind of sum it up. I'm
1: surprised up. they don't just call them bitch boys.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, yeah. Like, uh, in Japan... Um, um, oh, so, like, in... New Japan Pro Wrestling, they run a dojo for their wrestlers in training. Um, so whenever you go through that, uh, one of the levels that you get to is called a young boy, uh, which is you carry, say like you have like one of the like the high-profile wrestlers. If you're their young boy, you carry all of their stuff whenever they do like flights. Uh, like you carry the suitcase. You, you know, give them a towel when they need it. Like they, they help take care of that mm-hmm. wrestler. like They do their laundry. They make sure he, they're taken care of. They take as much off the plate as possible, but they're called young boys. So it's kind of the same situation here, but just way, way gruesome because um, like they're getting the crap beat out of them. So basically they're using this area um, – to run fights and they're gambling they're putting money on you know who they think is going to win. It's kind of like a chicken fight just you know humans. Um, Let's see that's kind of I guess where the episode ends I don't have very much left on that. Do you remember anything?
1: No it's basically just setting up the story.
0: Yeah it's kind of setting up for episode 3 really. So episode 3 resolve Takamichi finally confronts his past as he meets an important figure in the Tokyo Manji gang. So, Kiyomasa, who runs a series of underground matches, enlists Takemichi's childhood friend, I think it's Takuya, as his next opponent. So, in order for Takemichi to protect him, uh, he decides to take his place. So, as he's about to just get pummeled by this guy, he, he really kind of like, has like an inner monologue where he's basically just, I've got to, you know,
1: I've got to buck up. I've got to do this. I'm not done yet. I said I'm not done yet. Yeah. <sighs> like, we get it.
0: So, Takamichi is beaten pretty brutally. Uh, but what this does is help change the course of the future. Uh, but so, like, his refusal to give up in the match catches Mikey, the leader of the Takemichi gang, and his advice, Captain Draken. So, it catches their attention and Mikey declares Takemichi to be his new friend. So we're formally introduced to Mikey and Draken, which are my two favorites of the show. He's weird, right? Mikey. He's definitely I like
1: him. He's yeah. a cutie.
0: He's definitely super different. He's he's not very serious. He's kind of he's kind of goofy. Really like he's just Almost he like
1: a little kid yeah. in a way.
0: He he's very childlike, but in that scene he's very much not to be messed with he's tiny and there's always these scenes where he kicks people in the face out of nowhere It's kind of enjoy
1: a good kicking yeah
0: i love a good kick to the head but it's kind of like an rko from randy orton or something where it just comes out of nowhere so he's like oh i'm sorry boss and then there's just a foot in the guy's face and he does that pretty often in the show nice Let's go ahead and jump into episode four.
1: I'm trying to yawn.
0: Get it in there. Do it.
1: Okay, Shia I was
0: thinking more of Darth Sidious, but okay, I'll take that too.
1: Thinking more about what?
0: Darth Sidious. Do it.
1: (laughs) Um, Episode four, Return. As Takamichi enjoys his time in the past, the present becomes even more grim.
0: Aren't these nice and short? After returning to the present, Takemichi learns that Mikey and Draken's arrival had prevented his friend Akun from stabbing Kiyomasa and going to jail. Stab, stab. I don't know if it even showed it in the last episode, but um, he's the guy with like the red hair, Papador. He, um, if if not for Takemichi standing up for his friends, he was literally going to stab that leader. Yeah. And the way they describe it in this episode is that before he was just kind of like a nobody after that he served his he went to jail he served his time and after he got out he was just kind of a nobody punk and now things are different so in the future things have changed so they have proven the theory can we change the future yes we can so now a higher ranked uh tokyo manji gang member um i always forget his name what's his name akun um and the owner of a hostess club, which is, I guess, a brothel, basically.
1: Basically,
0: yeah. Uh, Akun confesses that he was the one who pushed Takemichi in front of the train, but under the orders of Kizuki. Very important. So, the mystery, really, in present day is, how do we get a hold of Mikey? If we can get a hold of Mikey, we can clear things up. And it's, it's very... Concerning as a viewer as you're watching this for the first time because all you really get glimpses of is Kizuki. That's that's it. Like And especially
1: as you see more of Mikey in the past
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
1: versus now.
0: Yeah, at first it's not really a big deal, but then we start diving into the story and we start seeing Mikey in the past a lot. We're seeing a lot of Draken but we're not even getting glimpses of them outside of the pictures on the, on the, um, whiteboard, the whiteboard. Um, we're not seeing any versions of Mikey and Draken of what they look like present day. Now we do know that Drakken's dead. That was explained. He had died and we'll get more into detail within this episode or the next. Um,
1: yeah, it just reveals that he's dead and Mikey has gone missing.
0: Yeah. So basically Mikey to the story, um, according to, um, auto is that he is so careful that Mikey's been off the grid for years. And if he does have a phone, it's a burner phone and probably under a fake name, but they have not been able to get anywhere near Mikey for years because of, to their perception, because Takio Manji gang is just that powerful in present day. So kind of a sad episode, but among other things, he also reveals that Draken has died and Mikey has gone missing. So we're still talking about uh, Akun After they have kind of like this heartfelt moment, because like at first, um, inside of the bar, uh, it's kind of like you know he's kind of like low key, Akuna's, but as soon as they step outside and onto the rooftop, he's just
1: back at old times.
0: Yeah, just just like just like the past, they're just super buddy buddy, and then that's when it takes kind of a weird turn after he's explaining about like how everything's so messed up,
1: and that he knows that. I think takamichi can time travel
0: yeah he knows he drops that bomb that he knows that he can time travel and under orders of kizuki he was told to kill him that day so yeah. one would assume kizuki knows too
1: because it's weird like it's like it's not happened before how do they know he can do this unless somebody um, it makes me wonder can somebody else time travel and yeah yeah. No, no, no. I, I wasn't confirming oh, fuck. I'm not fuck confirming. you.
0: <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying like, no, no, no.
1: It's like, yeah, I'm smart.
0: Well, that it begs the question, you know, like you just said, can't somebody else do it? How do they know? And mm. then like my brain thinks like, so like due to us watching the show, we're thinking the first time he's ever time traveled was
1: right then. Right
0: then. But what if, just like the paradox they started Whenever he went back in time and told uh, little Aito what was going to happen in the future, what if there's another paradox, but it hasn't even happened yet in the future?
1: Oh God! And that's don't...
0: that's how Kizuki and Akun know because they somehow got a paradox coming back, but it's still technically in the future of okay, our present day. Was, uh... Yeah. This is like yeah, where my okay. mind goes to this show. So it's like, how do they know? Like, how could like how could they possibly write this in a way where they they already know somehow before even our main character even knew he could time travel? So like, there's some time travel foolery happening in the future, I think. So after he makes Takemichi promise to change the past, he commits suicide by jumping off the rooftop. My first time watching this episode, I was. Not prepared.
1: That escalated so quickly.
0: But it shows how desperate he is to get away from Kazuki. uh, Kazuki.
1: Makes me wonder, like, why didn't you do this before? Why are you going to wait till you're right in front of your childhood friend, and then you're going
0: to kill yourself? But that kind of feeds into my theory, though.
1: Yeah, but still.
0: Like, that was his way, because he's, like he said, he said that the Tokyo, Tokyo Manji Gang knows everything and they have what what was the wording like they have their ways of because like he
1: they have their he, ways of finding out things yeah
0: he knew exactly that Ito was a, a, a cop and all that stuff he's like how do you know that it's like well Tokyo gang they have i mean they have their ways. at that point
1: you would feel like they would have known he was gonna do that and
0: well maybe they just didn't care maybe in the original timeline in the future he's can still alive and still going through all the bs they're going through mm. and somehow they find out about the time travel Sorry. thing he goes i don't know it's just ugh. somehow they they went back and told
1: stop making my brain work
0: Ooh, i love this show so yeah uh and the thump it makes whenever he hits the ground is gruesome
1: and then it shows i'm mm-hmm. like really man i don't need this
0: so episode five really uh takamichi searches for the cause of toman's inner conflict this show could literally go forever and i would just watch it so nato divulges that draken was killed on august the 3rd 2005 following uh, following a altercation with mikey and that preventing his death is critical to changing the present so just a little background so I don't know if we're going to get into it. Otherwise, um, Mikey is Mikey and Draken is they're very good-hearted <coughs> individuals, and they serve a purpose for each other. So, like without Draken, Mikey could go a very brutal way. A- as childish and good-hearted as he is, there are some things that doesn't really get through to him, and we'll get to that part at the end of this episode. There's a scene that's it's really good, um, but yeah. They're they're very important pieces, like one without the other, and they're not their full potential self. After returning to the past, Takemichi meets Emma while she is trying to take advantage of him. So he's jumping back to the past and, like, immediately has his half-naked chick on him. He's like, what is going on? (laughs) Later, we find out that she is Draken's girlfriend and uh, was only using Takemichi to make Draken mad she was wanting he didn't even care he did not
1: he said i've been there done that (laughs) literally
0: (laughs) well what's interesting is that when uh takamichi goes back to present day himself in the past just continues as if nothing new had ever happened so like he's mentally and maturely a completely different person so like, but that.
1: I do love how m- many times he mentions that he's a virgin.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do find that out like within the first few sentences of him speaking in episode yes. one. It's like I'm a loser
1: virgin. Like
0: I'm i t- I'm 27 year old virgin. Okay. So at the gathering, Mikey declares that the gang will fight Mobius, a rival gang, on August 3rd for assaulting a friend of um, Chin, I think is his name the third division captain and the the that gang raped one of his friend's girlfriends also which ended up in the hospital concerned with draken's safety takamichi allows or allows Takemichi follows him around town and recognizes how much of a positive influence he is on mikey so basically he's just following draken around as his quote-unquote bodyguard and whenever he Says that the Draken, he's like, Why would I want something so annoying around me? It's like, No thanks, but it does kind of like give us a little insight as far as the dynamic between Mikey and Draken, and it's like, Oh, that's cool. All right, so the closing scene, you want to get into that? Gotcha. So the closing scene is pretty important, so it it goes deeper into the Draken Mikey um, dynamic, why they're so important for each other. And this is exactly because if Draken in our present day died on, on the day that he did, he's basically missing everything that makes Mikey good. So, the question of how could Tokyo Manji Gang end up so evil without Draken? That's your eventual Mikey. Uh, the closing scene shows Draken and Mikey they visit the hospital that the victim's at. So, her parents are there, so whenever they notice that these gang members are there, um, they basically ridicule them for being responsible somehow, which they had nothing to do with what happened to their daughter, but they just see a thug and they just relate them to, you know, every thug. Uh, Draken uses, he, he kind of uses this moment to teach and show Mikey that their actions have consequences and that if they are to move forward as an operation... Keeping every member's loved ones safe should be top priority. So at first, um, it just shows the parents yelling at them, and Draken immediately bows, which is I remember that, it yeah.
1: makes Mikey yeah. bow
0: because at first, because um, he bows, it's a show of respect for what what's happened and stuff like that. Um, he's Draken's like old school kind of in in a way, but Mikey at first was like, "Why would I bow to these people?" we had nothing to do with what happened because he kind of tricks mikey even to to go into the hospital and Draken forces mikey to bow down and explains what i just talked about to him that it's not that it's our fault or not it's like a show of respect this is an example of what happens where we're planning to go to if we're planning to go up in rank, we're planning to expand, we're planning to get into what we're going to eventually get into, keeping the people that we care about safe should be number one priority. And not just people that you care about, but if we invite, say like Takemichi, for instance, if he comes into the gang, we have to make sure that people he cares about are protected also. It's going to happen. People are going to die. That's inevitable. That's inevitable. But as long as we keep that as an important thing in the back of our head, we should be okay kind of thing. But basically it's proven the point that without Drock and Mikey, you know, the dynamic is so important to the gang going forward and being good natured. Like it's, it's so important. And that is where we end this episode. I'm obviously in love with the the show. Like, you said that you're starting to really yeah, fall into it a little more of bit. I the
1: white-haired guy. It's actually purple. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I can't remember his name. It's
1: like whitish with purple tint. It's lavender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go with that. But
0: We've got a little glimpses at some of the other captains, yeah. and um, there are a total of... So there are a total of one, two, three, four... Okay, so it's... The whole gang started surrounding one two three four five six friends maybe seven um but the whole Tokyomaji gang started out of you know friendship at the beginning of this show on episode one it shows takamichi and his friends from from middle school mm-hmm. it's kind of the same situation where they were like because they were going out looking for fights because they wanted to make their own gang or whatever um so it's kind of the same way that happened with uh, mikey and draken except for they were actually able to kick people's butts so it's kind of the same thing and we'll kind of get into that in the later episodes but that's gonna be it um let's go ahead and close out subscribe to the youtube like comment subscribe click that bell for all the live streams clips and stuff that we upload and then if you want um if you're looking for updates for the show it's always going to be on my twitter and the facebook group links below in that take a second to leave that five-star review on spotify or whatever platform you're using it's so much more important than you probably realize follow us on instagram and tiktok at anime autopsy leave us a voicemail send us an email all that steps in the bio and follow me on twitch twitch.tv forward slash the romeo stone and our logo is made by blue room media for all arts inquiries reach out to Brandon tell him we sent you and that's closing out the show hope you guys enjoyed it um if you've not seen the show I I I demand you go out of your way to to try it out at least it's on Crunchyroll of course and also it's on HBO Max um dubbed Incept on HBO Max so yeah you've got no excuses because I know you're watching House of Dragons While you're waiting on the new episode to come out, you go pop over to Tokyo Revengers and give it a try.